When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Fantasy, your podcast book club. I am Christina, one of your hosts, and I'm joined as always by my book besties, Anna and Kim. Hey! Yay! Hi! Guys! Hello, we're here! Hey. We're here, we're here, oh. we're here! Welcome, welcome, friends. Tonight is very special. We are doing our SJM Theories episode, Woo-hoo! which, like, we have not gotten to do one of these in a hot minute, y'all, and we are pumped. We are so excited. We are pumped to be here. Woo! Okay, so let this serve as your spoiler warning for everything that Sarah Jubilee Mass has written up until this date. So we're talking all of Akatar from Akatar through A Court of Silver Flames, all of Assassin's Blade to Kingdom yep. of Ash, and House of Sky and Breath and House of Earth and Blood. All the above. If you have not read one of those works of literature, go read it right now, you fool. <laughs> And we will be here yeah, when you are Exactly. Done. Okay. Exactly. We'll be waiting for you. All right. Yes. So spoiler warning for all of that. But before we get started on our very exciting theories episode, we have a few Patreon shout outs to do. Yes. So our tier two on Patreon get a shout out in an episode from us. So, and guys, um, so sorry. Last time I was so excited to talk about Fourth Wing. Totally forgot about the Patreon shoutouts. Got to the end and was like, <laughs> we didn't do them. Because I was so excited to talk about Zayden. I was in my element. I was Zaddy. I was with my Zaddy, Zaddy Zayden. Um, so we have, we're going to do like several because we missed last also, episode. Also, book fetches, we're thinking about you always. You're just always in our heart. So we yeah. just like you forget are. sometimes to say it out loud. Okay. But we love, we love all of you on Patreon, especially our tier two. So this episode we are going to be shouting out, we're going to start with someone very special, which is Caitlin Kramer-Reeves. Oh! Now, if you're thinking to yourself, Kramer, that sounds familiar. That's because it's Christina's cousin-in-law. It sure is. Hi, Katie. We love you. Hi, Katie. Um, yes. So hello to friend of the podcast, Caitlin. And then we also want to shout out Abby, Jen, and I'm so sorry if I'm mispronouncing this, but I'm going to say Secret. I love that. Secret and Erica. So thank you guys so, so Yay! much for being our book so betches. We are so grateful to you guys on Patreon. It, y'all are just the we absolute best. We could not be doing this without you. So this is all for you, yes. from you. We love you. We yes. love you. XOXO. <laughs> okay. Should we dive in to the theories, ladies? Yes, let's dive in. Kim, do you want to kick us off with your first theory? Perfect. Okay. Um, Oh, really quick, right before we get started, guys, we do have two other official theories episodes. Those will be linked in our show notes. And we also have an episode that we did right after we finished CC2, where we talk about our favorite moments from the book. And then at the very end, we do discuss like a few theories that we have after the reveal of like, Hello, Bryce Quinlan. My name is Resand. So oh. we will leave those in the show notes for you. Just 
so that you can kind of listen to the other theories that we have because we have some really fantastic ones in those episodes so I don't want you guys to miss those hashtag Meryl hashtag Meryl (laughs) hashtag mind blown by Detective Anna like literally the greatest theory ever okay so my theory okay Okay, I'm ready let's go so one of our listeners tagged us in this on TikTok months and months and months ago I can't find it now. I'm so sorry. The, the The comments have gotten lost. But it is a theory that just kind of confirms what we're all knowing now about that there's, you know, the, the worlds are intertwined. Mm-hmm. There's a moss verse, as they're calling it. And this is about a tapestry that exists in the TOG world and the Akatar world. Okay. But I do have some, like, follow-up questions at the end about the timeline because this kind of makes things a little bit tricky. So in, okay. in Crown of Midnight, there is a tapestry and here's how it is described. There was no depiction of Elena or a stag or anything lovely and green. No, this tapestry woven from red thread so dark it looked black depicted nothing. She touched the strands marveling at the hue so deep that it seemed to swallow her fingers in its darkness. Okay. Okay. Hold that in your brain. Hold it. Pin it. Pin it. Pin it. Now we're going to... (laughs) A Court of Frost and Starlight. Okay. The novella. I know. I know what you're thinking. There's nothing in there. I know. But listen, friends. (laughs) Listen. So this is, um, I believe it's Feyre and Elaine are going to see a weaver. I don't have the specifics. It doesn't matter. So they're in in, in the weaver. They're in, they're looking at tapestries. Okay. Mm -hmm. The tapestry had been woven from fabric so black it seemed to devour the light. So black it almost strained the eye. The insignia, however, had been rendered in silver thread. No, not silver. A sort of iridescent thread that shifted with sparks of color like woven starlight. Spider silk. (gasps) Oh, my God, that's spider silk. Yeah. (gasps) The moment. Yeah. Oh, my God. The moment my nail touched the velvet soft surface, it seemed to vanish as if the material truly did gobble up all color, all light. Shut up. But I looked toward the weaver at the other end of the space, another piece half formed on her loom. Leaving my thought unfinished, I strode for her. I wanted to know about the tapestry with the insignia, the black fabric. What is it? And the weaver says, I call it void. It absorbs the light, creates a complete lack of color. The silver thread, Elaine asked, what is that called? I call it hope. I made it after I mastered void. I stared and stared at the black fabric that was like peering into a pit of hell. And then stared at the iridescent living silver thread that cut through it, bright despite the darkness that devoured all other light and color. So, wow. interesting so interesting what are your what are your okay so obviously it's the same tapestry i think we can all agree with that agree (laughs) it's canon you can't argue with it (laughs) (laughs) two things so so the a lot of people in the comments of the the tiktok video were saying that the silver thread obviously they think is spider silk because it's described exactly the same way and that's genius genius and the pit of hell, people thought was very interesting that it, it was that, that was described specifically yes. as pit of hell. Um, and apparently the weaver's name is Arania. And that is a legitimate type of weaving spider, a spider that like weaves. 
Shut the fuck a, up. That is an actual no, it's name. Not. Yes. So people are like, it's like that that type of there's a spider. There's called, a spider that's called a weaving spider, and it's called Arania, and that is the name of the weaver in A Court of Frost and Starlight. <gasps> oh. So people are like, is it a is it a oh is it a how do you pronounce it? Is it the S T Y G I A N spider? Yeah. The Stygian. Yeah. Okay, so people are like, so is Arania this weaver? A Stygian spider, yes. like is in she, human form. I mean, she has, Maeve, no, because all of the the spiders are her princess, right? Yeah. Like her her maidens. So were they always right. spiders? Were could they have been other things exactly. in another world? Or is this Terrasen, Throne of Glass timeline? Future is Prithian. Future, future. Okay, is Crescent City. So like we don't know what happened to the spiders when Maeve perished. Maybe they became princesses again, and now she has everlasting light, and she's just immortal. But I'm so glad you said that, Christina, because here's the thing, though. This screws up our entire timeline because in Throne of Glass, this tapestry was finished and it's being made in Akatar. Hmm. So what does that mean? Because she's seeing the, Selena is seeing the fully finished tapestry in Crown of Midnight. So early mm-hmm. on in TOG. Yeah, and yeah. then in Frost and Starlight, Elaine and Feyre are seeing it being made. Okay. This is interesting. Okay. That's very interesting. I mean, I okay, two thoughts. I mean, I think the timelines are going to be... It's ne- it's nebulous. It's just, it's all over the place. Like, who like, who's to say? Not us. Um, Sarah, that's who's <laughs> Sarah. to say. Um, <laughs> but we know that Aelin didn't just fall through worlds, but there's, like, the the theory that, like, she was a time tra- time walker, wor- world walker, yeah. wayfarer, uh-huh. whatever. So if she was doing that, which we've talked about in our previous episode, or our previous theories episode, I think the one with yes. Nat, actually, then... Who's to say that there aren't these little portals that people are hopping around through? Yes. You know? Absolutely. I mean, maybe there's just these little things that like pockets that people just whoop, doo-doop, right. doo-doop, go. Couldn't, well, I wouldn't people, be surprised. People have, that's what they said in the comments, that the tapestry they think, um, because apparently there's a tapestry that Feyre sees under the mountain and there, they, someone said something about like that there might be a portal behind that. So there's this big theory basically that the tapestries are portals that are ways between because it it absorbs absorbs everything all the light all the color so also it could be the same weaver but a different tapestry that is true that That is true her making it and then she she leaves them in special places or she like gives them to people for things you know yeah but like because that would make sense with the insignia too like she just this is what she puts on all her tapestry like she puts it on them you know yeah. Is that that's very interesting? This is, the spider I, name I know. is really like, getting me. That is even, like yeah. especially because Akasoth was written after she already knew that she wanted right. to do right. the multiverse. Exactly. So basically anything after Queen of Shadows and after like Akawar. I think it's I think she knew some a little bit earlier, but it's like it's it's I would say Empire of Storms, Tower of Dawn, Kingdom of Ash. and Kingdom of Ash, the last three probably have the most connections to like I agree they have to yeah um so oh sorry I really wanted to shout out that theory is from Tara on TikTok her username is at snub bulls I believe I'm so sorry if I'm mispronouncing that but this is not my theory just want to give full credit to her thank you to our listener who tagged us in it also really really quick I'm so sorry I was only going to do one theory but I was on our queen Emily Emily's theories on TikTok guys if you are not following this woman. I don't know what you're doing with your life because she ah, truly, ah. I bow down to her. I bow down to this woman. Is she back on TikTok? She is. She's back. 
She's oh, back. Oh, good. good. Guys, if listeners, if you didn't know, Emily, I poor know. Emily, she is awesome. We've we've used her theories. I think in Nat's mm-hmm. episode, um, I specifically discussed one of her theories and broke it down for all of you. I'm going to discuss one tonight. Yeah. Um, yes, I'm I'm going off of one of hers too and like riffing off of it. But um, she got her entire TikTok taken down, her Instagram locked because... She posted something, guys, she's a, what she does is theories. Not everything that she posts, which she even states in her like little bio paragraphs of each post, that she necessarily believes this is going to happen. Or it's not even sometimes what she wishes would right. happen. It's just, she's stating facts and cool. It's, and like it's observations. Connections. Yes. It's observations. But somebody got so mad at her because she posted something about Elaine and Asriel and Gwyn, and I don't even remember the specifics of it. It's not important. What is important is that somebody lost their freaking mind because they disagreed with it and reported her to like TikTok, whoever you report to, and got her kicked off and her whole account blocked. Y'all, that is... And this poor girl... That is insane behavior. Yeah, it's insane. Like, guys, these 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 characters aren't real. Like, <laughs> I know we get... <laughs> I know like y'all are like, yeah, Kim, take a note to yourself because we definitely get worked up about them, but like... We don't need to go ruin someone's life because they posted a theory about a character exactly. in a book. Exactly. Look, we all wish they these were real people and we all feel yes. passionately about them. Yes. And that's why we're here. That's why you're here. That's why we're all best friends. Right. But I, we have to draw the line somewhere and it's we do. just yeah. not okay. Don't yuck anyone's yum and don't be an asshole. Yeah, exactly. It's very easy. But she's back, which is exciting. She seems yes. to have gotten her whole account reinstated, which is awesome. Yes. And I was just like, right before we got on, I was killing time scrolling through some of her theories because I don't get on TikTok very often because to me it's like the heroine of social media like I cannot let myself get on it and all seven hours will go by and I'm like (laughs) my children are are disheveled and hungry and anyways yeah but I just have to share this with you because this is so fucking insane you guys I screamed when I read it I screamed okay oh my god read it read it okay this is this is Sarah talking about the world of like TOG. Um, okay. But, but the chapter doesn't feel completely closed because the world of Throne of Glass will be coming out, though I don't yet have a release date for it. The premise of that is a few years after the events at Kingdom of Ash, Aelin commissioned a very cranky old scholar to write the history of the war. It will feel like a book you could pull off the shelves in Terrison. Okay. Right. Cranky scholar, history of the war. Got that? Okay. okay. Yeah. Got it. Got okay. it. In Tower of Dawn, Cashin says he'll join Aelin's fight against the Valg, that it'll be the great war of their time. So Kale, you know, that, that you, you all know, you should, if you have read Tower of Dawn, which you should, Kale's asking them, will you fight? And Cashin didn't answer immediately. And he says, this will be the great war of our time. When we are dead, when even our grandchildren's grandchildren are dead, they will still be talking about this war. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Go to Akasov, a court of silver flames. Okay. There. Okay. Yeah, got it. So when Nesta is working in the library with Gwen, right? So this is Nesta. There, volume eight of the Great War. <gasps> Nesta had taken a silent step toward it when the priestess's head snapped up. I didn't ask. So like, that's when she's getting into it with Meryl. There, volume eight of the Great War. I have shivers. And then the next slide is just that Throne of Glass is eight books long. Shut, Shut up. up. Yeah. No. I'm t- telling you, Meryl, she's- And the cranky old library. scholar, the cranky old scholar that Aileen commissioned yes. is 100% Jessica Meryl. Yes, yes, yes. 
wait, okay, wait, wait. But isn't, what's the book, what's the book that Gwyn is supposed to be getting for Meryl? This is nuts, y'all. That she can't, what number is the, do you remember? Yes, like, it's she's like, she I'm can't trying find to find it. This. And then Nesta has to go get it, Nesta yeah. gets it, and she's like, it's on her desk, and she's asked for it, and she's just yeah. there. I, well, I think it, I think it was I think volume eight. eight of the Great, I think that's eight. I think it's yeah. volume eight of the Great War. Okay, so here's what it is. I was supposed, this is Gwyn talking. Gwyn says in Akasov, I was supposed to deliver volume seven of The Great War to Meryl yesterday, along with a stack of other books. And I could have sworn I did, but this morning while I was in her office, I looked back at the stack and saw I'd given her volume eight instead. So she's laying the groundwork right uh-huh, here. Uh-huh, like there's uh-huh. eight books. Eight yeah. books. Oh my you guys, God. Like, shut the fuck up. That's so cool. Is that not in, I was like, I don't care. Drop, drop everything. I am bringing this up in this episode because I am freaking out I right am now. like uh, sorry I can't get over I this. know you guys I read that and I was like I, I, I'm so sorry I'm so sorry what anything having to do with the library and Meryl yes. and Jessica and it's very intimate oh, and well yes and then the Torah Chesme which we talked about like in our yes. Matt's episode how we talked about how we thought that Torah Chesme was the also the lost library of whatever the Parthos or something in Midgard yep and, Li- library of Parthos oh my yep, god so right. okay 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 go Anna okay Anna hit us with your Theory girl. Okay, so I also have... Okay, so I had a non-Emily theory, and then I was reading it, and I was a little bit like, Meh. She's just so good. Yeah, I know. She just has the best ones, and they're just very well thought out. And we've... I wanted to do this one. It's it's about the eight-pointed star and the significance. Uh-huh. And the main reason I wanted to do it is because it actually touches... There's quite a... There's things in this theory that I specifically talk about in the episode from... At season three, episode two with Nat. Uh-huh. Anyways, okay, so, okay, so we know that they, we've, we've already talked about the eight-pointed star at length in other episodes with the dust cord and it being on the floor. Bryce has a, uh, an eight-pointed star on her chest. Nesta has an eight-pointed star tattooed on her spine. Uh-huh. Aelin does not have one on her physical body, but in Throne of Glass, when she attends the religious ceremony, uh-huh. she's still Selena at this point, one of the acolytes up, come, stops at her and her and the acolyte has an eight-pointed star on her forehead. Right. And I think we talked about this also in one of our other theories episodes and how she gifts her like Deanna's arrow. Uh-huh. Yes. Right, yes. Uh-huh. So the eight-pointed star is significant throughout the books. Right. In TOG, the eight-pointed star represents like goddesses uh-huh. and gods. Right. So also in TOG, if you remember Empire Storms, when she's out on the ship, Aelin has the word key. Yes. The uh, amulet of Orinth around her neck. And who inhabits her body De- but Deanna. Right, right, yes, correct. So we know that like the the word key around her neck is kind of like a portal and it's probably how Deanna was able to access her. Mm-hmm. We also know that she does have god blood like Mala, Firebringer, also in her blood. But the eight-pointed star, Deanna specifically, was gifted to her in TOG. Right. Okay? So just kind of all ties that eight-pointed star thing together. Yes. Okay. Nesta, like I said, has one tattooed on her spine. So when she puts the mask on in Akasov, Cassian says, Nesta's eyes blaze with silver fire behind the mask, and Cassian knew the being that looked out was neither fae nor human nor anything that walked the lands of this world. Which you could you could speculate a little bit, like, you know, take a little leap and be like, okay, maybe like a god or a goddess right, or right, something, right. right? Something other. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, I did too. So one of the speculations that we've that is going around is that the cauldron and the word keys and everything could be made from like similar things. Okay. okay. So we know that made items that come out of the cauldron have like their own properties and don't follow like the normal rules of like laws of fey magic and prithian. Okay. 
So Bryce has the horn tattooed on her spine. Right. When she uses the horn, and because the, when the horn finally gets healed through the synth and she uses the horn, that's when the eight-pointed star appears on her chest. It's not there prior to that. Oh, correct. Okay, so if we believe it's the Dread Trove item, it takes her using a made item by the cauldron to then, for then the eight-pointed star to appear. Okay. So, and again, a symbol of a god, right? right? The eight-pointed yeah. star, symbol of a god. Yep. Okay. okay. Keep that in your mind. Got it. Pin in it. Pin in. When Bryce enters the palace, the Asteri Palace at the very end of CC2, the quote says, something feral opened an eye in Bryce's soul and snarled. Oh. What? Read that again. Okay. Read that again. So something feral opened an eye in Bryce's soul and snarled. So could that be interesting? Like a god or a goddess? Yeah. The difference between Bryce, Nesta, and Aelin is Nesta and Bryce were able to remove the items that channeled the god or goddess. Nesta can take off the mask. Uh-huh. Aelin can remove the word key. Yeah. Bryce can't. It's in her. Because the horn is literally tattooed into her body. Right. Yeah. And the eight-pointed star is on her body. Yeah. She has no, she cannot. So is there something deeper living inside of her? Interesting. Possibly. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So keep that. We're going to switch gears for a second. Okay. We're still in CC. If you remember at the end of CC1 when Bryce is going into battle and all of the demons of hell, hell is quite literally broken loose as we say. Yes. The prime of the wolves says one wolf remains in the square and he's looking at Bryce. Okay. okay. So we're all like, oh, he means Bryce. Like that's so sweet. Right. But it says the, the specific quote, like a paragraph later is, his, meaning the prime, the his hand curled on his chest, a wolf, he tapped his heart. Okay. Okay, his heart. Okay. When he sees her in CC2 and she goes to visit the prime, he again taps his heart and says, a wolf. Okay. 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 So we all keep thinking like, oh, like Bryce is like a wolf. And like Danica's like friend soulmate. Yes. But what if it's more than that? So what if what he's actually saying is it's Danica? because no. when she gets the tattoo on her spine, Hypaxia says, like, what language is this? I've never seen it. And Bryce says, it's the language of worlds. And we've said that we think it could be word, like word marks. Right, right, right. From TOG. Yes. Because nobody recognizes it. It's a lost language. Yeah, yeah. Okay? So she says, the next part of the quote is, through love, all is possible. Basically, it means me and my best friend will never be parted. Wait. So when the horn is mended by the synth, uh-huh. that is when Bryce like goes to do the drop, right? This yep. is her last ditch effort. And the drop stated in the book is a descent into one's soul. <gasps> and when she does the drop, who does she find at the bottom of her soul? Danica! Oh my God. Danica. Wait. Wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What? Yes. Okay, wait. Wait, say, say what, the, what the drop is. It's a descent. It's a de- okay, it's a descent into one's soul. And when Bri- and when she had the tattoo, it says, this is her quote, like basically it means me and my best friend will never be parted. And the wolf taps his heart and says, wolf. oh, wolf. Oh, God. And read, hold on, read the feral line again. Okay. What was the feral line again? Oh, yes, I also, yeah, so he's, it's um something feral opened an eye in Bryce's soul and snarled. That was Danica. That was Danica. I a mean, wolf snarls. That was fucking Danica as a wolf. SJM has said Danica's dead. But her wolf might not be. What if her wolf soul is in her somehow or something? Wow. Yes. Or just somehow like a piece of okay. her somehow. Yeah. Yeah. A piece of her. Okay. So. I love this. I love I it. I love it. Here for it. Very into so it. So all of this begs 
like the question, who is Danica? What what is she really? Because remember, Danica, we knew Danica told Vaxian and Vaxian told everybody that Danica was searching for a new world, like a way to a new world, yes, another world. Right, right. And she also told Vaxian, I'm going to die before that happens. <sighs> you know, and we're not here to debate her methods <laughs> of madness. Yeah. Yes, correct. <laughs> but it's a fantasy book and there's always a quest. And without Danica, there'd be no That's quest. Right, no quest. <laughs> So she started the domino, or she started laying the little like groundwork to try to get to this new world because she knew she wasn't going to get there. So if, if part of that was like the portal and the horn and she started to make these connections and everything, could part of her know that she needed to be with Bryce to get to this new world? Was this the only way Danica, because she was going to die, was going to get to this new world because maybe there was something unfinished she needed to do. And this was the only way that she could get there. Right, right, right. Because, and this goes back to a theory we talked about, when I was doing, and Emily also talks about this, but when I was doing, you know how I search all the name meanings and stuff? Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. So Danica, spelled different, without the k if you sub the k for a c in some folklore means dusk goddess right correct oh my god i forgot about this so like was danica did danica put her put the horn on her do all of this it's not to say that danica is actually the heir to the dust court but could she be like this involved this like you know this wayfarer this person who's guiding bryce there because she knows that's where bryce needs to be and this is her job her like duty her thing she has to do to get her there yeah there's just like all these coincidences with like Uh, but but the thing is also i don't think that she ever has coincidences and that's why this is so fascinating yeah 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 yeah. for sure for sure guys how is she gonna answer all of these questions i don't don't know know. i'm very nervous i really don't all right oh my gosh and a great theory really go christina yes yes i am i am done all right so guys i'm so excited about this one i have been literally sitting on this for oh my god i can't wait i've been waiting to hear it like i truly have been sitting on this for months so excited how listeners kim kim christina and i have been trying to record this episode but life just keeps getting in the way and all three of us have like promised not to look up each other's theories so that we could all be surprised. Exactly. Yes. So oh I'm very God. excited to hear Christina's because I don't know it. Okay, okay. All right. So this also began from an Emily's theories. Um, Again, she's, we bow down to Emily. I want to give full credit to her. I kind of took it and like went in different directions and like researched myself and did like mm-hmm. different little tangents. But the original backbone outline uh-huh, like for uh-huh, sure came uh-huh. from her. So like- credit to her okay uh-huh so you know how in akatar we are like okay the mother right oh the mother created oh the, yes the, yes know, yes and they're like by the cauldron uh-huh. oh the mother whatever right right right, right, okay. right yeah so what if the mother is aelin huh <laughs> <laughs> you're throwing okay. for a loop okay. what okay, okay okay go with me here all right here's what we know about the creation of prithian it is from amran amran says that the day that she came to prithian was the day the rip appeared in the sky, okay? Uh-huh. She, she talks okay. about how she rep- recalls a huge rip in the sky, and it was in her home world. She sees it, she's like, curiosity goes through it. Okay, so then we have the conversation with Feyre describing Amran, how she got here, whatever. Now, yeah. this quote is, the legends claim that when our world was born, i.e. when Prithian was born, there were rips rips in the fabric of the realms in the chaos of forming so in the chaos of prithian being formed all right prithian's being made things are happening there's rips in the fabrics creatures Uh from other worlds could walk through one of those rips and enter our world okay 
Okay. I now want to take you to Kingdom of Ash, and I want to read this quote for you. Not for them, never for them. The gods began shouting, running towards her, as Aelin ripped open a hole in their sky. Wait. Okay. So what if that ripping... Rip. ...is the ripping? That Amarin is talking about. her ripping is actually the ripping of the sky that Amran's talking about that they say the legend happened that created Prithian and in that forming of the Ripian like of oh, the Ripian of the, the Ripian, Ripian. <laughs> we're ripping we're Prithian we're Ripian okay so all of that okay go with me so she's ripping somehow in that that created Prithian uh-huh uh-huh and that also opened room for other people to come okay uh-huh. so this line that Emily highlighted here is changed my maybe my entire outlook of how we think the multiverse is it just confirms so many things do tell oh my god so this line and I it's so simple but somehow it just really confirms so much so this is from Kingdom of Ash The word gate sealed behind her, and yet she was not home. As it closed, all worlds overlapped. (gasps) What? It says that? It said, this is the word. In Kingdom of Ash? it closed, all worlds overlapped. Shut the fuck up. Overlapped? Swear to God, guys. Overlapped. Sarah just fucking said it right there. How did we have, like, I think it's like, it's like, how did we miss this? Sarah just goes, yeah, they overlap. She just, she just literally said it. She literally told us. As it closed, she just all told worlds us worlds overlapped. overlapped. Oh my god! So I think that maybe in the ripping and the things, Prithian did exist. She she did create okay. it somehow. Okay, but even in that, we're still linear. We're still like we're still like okay. Yeah. It's still we're still Terrasin, Prithian's future, Crescent City's way future. We're still okay, like okay. okay. But she ripped it. That happened. Things are crazy. And then she sealed the word gate and everything went haywire and just went like, like overlapped itself. Yeah. And then she fell through and that's what she's following Interesting. And that's how they're all stacked. Yes. Because like, and really that was her future, but it fell and it went into overlap. Like they all overlap. Yeah. Wow. So that then now they're actually all on the same up and down trajectory. Correct. But they would have been linear. Do you know what I mean? Yes, it's like, like I think that somehow... Which would then allow for, if TOG characters were going to come into play, that is how this would work. Yes. Absolutely. Because actually, we're not out of their timeline. They are lap... We're overlapping. 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 Yes. yes. Well, now, just to back this up, here's a quote from our girl, Meryl. Meryl. My girl. <laughs> okay. Actually, this Meryl. has been talking about Meryl, but, you know, same thing. When she first came here, she was obsessed with theories regarding the existence of different realms, different worlds, living on top of each other without even knowing it. And then oh. she says, it might be possible for worlds to overlap, occupying the same space, but separated by time. By time. Okay. All right. So that's only piece one, guys. We got a little bit to go. So that's oh. that's piece one. Oh my God. Here we go. Okay. Next piece is the cauldron. Okay, let's think about the cauldron. The backstory of the cauldron is that yeah. this woman with the slender hands or something has the power in the cauldron. She pours it over and there's, what What actually is said is this golden sparkling liquid pouring over it. And this is important. Uh-huh. Small symbols, perhaps of some ancient fairy language were effervescent. <gasps> I.e. word marks, baby. Word, word marks. marks. Oh my God. Whoa. Okay. 
So that's interesting. Wait, right. she calls them ancient? She calls them ancient? Ancient fairy language. So that's very interesting. Okay, now, that's very interesting. So some call other cauldron things. We're going to just be on the cauldron for a minute here. Okay, we're in the cauldron. We're in okay, it. Okay, we're, yep, we're, yep. Cauldron yep, mindset. Here. Okay, here we go, guys. Cauldron has three legs, specifically three legs. Why would it have three legs? I don't know. Maybe, maybe because it's very similar to the three word keys. In TOG, there were three word keys. <gasps> there are three legs of the cauldron. Okay. Yes. Shut exactly what you were saying. Up. Yes. Made, yes. Yes. Like made from and the same made from thing. The same thing. Okay. Whoa. Damn you, Sarah. Damn you. Yes. Okay. Wait. Another really important, interesting thing is my mind is blown. Oh no. You just wait. Oh god. Wait. You don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> There's more. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Okay. 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 So Aelin, mm-hmm. to forge the lock had to give three word keys, and all of her power, right? She had to give up her power to create this. Listen to what the cauldron's power is, guys. Listen to this. The cauldron's power... Oh, my God. ...is to burn living creatures into ash within seconds with an attack that contains the same heat and light as the sun. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Shut your fucking mouth right now. Aelin. It's Aelin's power! Oh, my God. My God. She's mother! She's the mother! I would... I, I would love this. Oh my god, I love I just love I Aelin. love Aelin and I love and, this. And this is so pretty much she like she was ripping and she create somehow created this, you know, this thing and then like the, the word keys are the legs and then her power like went into it. So yeah. she like, like inadvertently does it. Like the it's lore is like she poured like, it. Like you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, when you initially said it, I was like I was like having a hard time. I was like, what do you mean? Like Aelin just like went and was like Oh no, I don't think she was like, Oh, I think it should be a cauldron. Boop a doops. No, but this makes so much oh sense my because God. she like fucked with yes. this. Okay, wait, guys, we got more. I got more. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Oh, God. All right. Okay. Okay. Wait, okay. Now go with me here. That the cauldron is a word gate. Not even just because of like the word marks and the the word legs, all these things. Other interesting things. Okay, remember, Amran, to nullify the cauldron, okay? What did she have to do? She had to give up her current body. She had to forget those she loved. And she had to unleash her power of light and flame. Do we remember what Mala Firebringer had to do to forge the lock? She had to give up her current body. She had to forget the one she loved. And she had to unleash her power of light and flame, people. Light. She oh had to do all flame. of that. my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, to seal the word gate. Shut the fuck up. That's what Amber had to do to nullify the cauldron. That's what they had to do to seal the word gate. Shut up. Shut <laughs> up. Shut up. Well, because, and Mala does that to forge, to forge the, the lock, lock. But she doesn't actually end up shutting it. And then yeah. a- well, yeah, but no, but then Aelin, yes. well, Aelin was just going to die, but like, same thing. Yeah. She was going to give up everything. Yeah. Her power. To Dorian's seal the word power. Oh yeah. my God. Isn't that yeah. nuts? Y'all, that this part really got me. I insane. Can Aelin get her power back? Please. <laughs> That's all I've ever wanted. Interesting. Yes. That's where it is. It's in the cauldron. Yeah, Can she just go and like, suck it all out? Suck it out of Elaine. Elaine doesn't even want to be Faye. Just take it out of Elaine. Elaine doesn't want to be Faye. Just, she uh, hates her life. Send Elaine just... back to the pastures, you know? Just oh, send her back. God. But I, send the only back. other thing on this theory that I think is really interesting is that, like, if you think about the actual meaning of word gates and how it's described in Throne of Glass, it is very much described as from which everything came, which is also how the cauldron is described yeah and the word gates need three keys and the cauldron needs three feet both like to function and like 
operate. Yeah, yeah because the, that's part of the thing is that the feet were taken off of the cauldron. And separated. And separated across the world. Like the word keys. Like word keys. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Isn't that Holy so shit. fun? That is insane. Yeah. Guys, the level of this? Little, oh, wait, wait, no, wait, here's another thing. Think about this. The cauldron being a word gate, okay? Yeah, yeah. Therefore, portal, word gate, all the things. The book of breathings is put into the cauldron. The cauldron. Yeah. Who has it? Jessica. In Crescent City. Yeah, people keep asking, like, well, if it's in the cauldron, how did it get to Jessica? Because it's a word gate. It's a portal. It's a word gate portal. It has to be. I'm I'm loving this. Oh my God. Isn't that interesting? Oh my God. Yes. Um, okay. So, you guys, we asked our patrons. Uh, to send in some of their favorite theories, like SJM yes. multiverse theories, and that we were going to shout them out in an episode potentially. So thank you guys so much for doing that. So many fun ones. Oh my gosh, this was so fun for us. So through. many fun ones. Yes. Um. So the first comment that we're going to talk about comes from Sam. So thank you, Sam. And she says, okay, not so much a theory, but I can't stop thinking about Tamlin's shape-shifting. While all of the High Lords can shift to their animal form, presumably he can turn himself into anything, i.e. shifting Andres, who was like the guard. Remember, he shifted him into the wolf. And the way Feyre, with his powers, can shift into Ianthi. It just feels like it opens the door to any character being Tamlin as an imposter, and I feel overwhelmed with the possibilities. Especially given Regulus slash Aedas, like has she hidden something similar in Akatar that we've missed? Oh, that's so interesting, Sam. Because you know how Aedas pretended yep. to be Regulus yep. mm-hmm. and and Tamlin has that very same ability to like completely shift because Feyre turned into Ianthi and people thought she was Ianthi. And he's the you know only I mean? one who can do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Has yeah. it been happening and we didn't know? Yes. Because he was able to shift his guard into a wolf like completely. Yeah, I always forget that. Yeah. Then, therefore, he can be anyone at any time. Right. So, like, which is really interesting in the next Akatar book. Like, I feel like I'm really going to think about this, uh-huh. Sam. Like, anytime anyone acts like not themselves, I'm like, is that Tamlin? Yeah. Like, Are you Tamlin? Tamlin? <laughs> Tam Tam? Now it's in your brain. It's yeah. in my brain. I just, I feel like it's, we don't know. I don't know. I'm just so interested in Tamlin in general. Like, what is she going to do with him? Is there going to be a redemption arc? Like, Agreed. Is, you know, like, and I feel like we haven't gotten a lot of information about his powers specifically. It's really no. been more through, like, what Feyre does with his drop of power. Yeah, no, You totally. know what I mean? Absolutely. So that's super interesting. Sam, thank you so much for your comment. That's fascinating. I'm going to hold on to that. I know. I'm pinning it. Pinning it. I'm going to hold on to that note. We're going to pin it, Sam. Put a pin in it. Put a pin in it. Okay. So the second one is from Claire Williams. And it's about Tower of Dawn. So, of course, I had to pick it. Um, <laughs> of course. I'm not sorry that I'm not sorry that I'm very biased towards Tower of Dawn. Um, so, Tower of Dawn, Chapter 55. Irene's smile was brighter than the glow rippling off her body. A star. She was a fallen star. Could Irene and Bryce's power be similar in which case, if the Asteri are Valg, could Bryce use her Starborn power to defeat them the same way Irene defeats Erewhon? I love this. I we, love this idea. When we were doing, when we were reading TOG, I know the three of us talked about the resemblance and the similarities described between the use of your Irene's power mm-hmm. and Bryce. Yes, yes. And the bright light and it could like and it, it could heal things and 
Bryce when she uses her light. I really love That's this very call out though, Claire. I love the call out of the yeah. actual words of she's a fallen star because she's a fallen I star. even remember us having that conversation and I don't remember thinking about that quote as much as I we should have. I don't remember thinking that. Because that is fascinating. Because the, the that fa- is so she is cool. a fallen star feels like one of these moments that Sarah's like, I literally said it, guys. Said I it. I told you the I world overlapped. I told you she's a fallen star. He was a falling star. Come on. (laughs) I love this idea. I think it's really cool. I do too. Claire, thank you for bringing it up. Thank you, Claire. Yes, Claire. Because I love Irene too. And I think like giving her more like, I don't know. I'm all for that. She's a queen. She's a queen. Well, Kim, just off of the the fact that we're on Tower of Dawn, your favorite book. Yeah. um, A little like rapid fire thing I found while I was like searching. I I was searching keywords. I can't remember how I found it. (laughs) <laughs> Things we do in our spare time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Things we do in our spare Casually. time. Casually. So, okay, this quote. So Nezrin is with Sartak, and it's like, I don't know, second half of the book, 65% or something like that. Yeah. And they find a sword. Okay. And it says, Nezrin studied the short sword in her hand, the metal shining as if imbued with starlight, interrupted only by the carvings down the fuller. I wonder what the markings say, she asked. And then... Th- Neither of them know. Okay. But it's just interesting that, like, we know that a lot of the swords in Akatar were made, like, as couples. So, like, a long sword and then, like, a short sword, like a dagger, like Truth Teller and... Um, got it, got it, got the it. The star sword that, like, Bryce has. Yeah, right. So this one is um, described as a short sword. So it'd be like, it would be, like, Truth Teller. Yeah. And oh. it's described as having, like, starlight. So could there be another long sword? Because, you know... Truth Teller is like obsidian. It's like black. It absorbs like there is no light. Right, 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 right. Like the tapestry. Like the tapestry. Like the tapestry. And then the carvings, which neither of them can read. Very interesting. Could be interesting. So interesting, Anna. I love that. I love okay. that. Christina. Um, okay. All right. So this is something that we've kind of touched on a little bit. And it's it's mm-hmm. something that I just like kind of just, it was in my brain, my brain place. And I just like really dug in there. And I was like, let yeah. me just like kind of research this a little more. And then I went so deep in the researching it. today, y'all. Okay. I love so, it. So as we know, we don't know anyone in Akatar's last name. We don't know any of the High Lord's last names. We know no one's right. last names. Yep. This theory is that we don't know their last names because all of the High Lord's in Akatar are descended from TOG characters. And it's been hidden because it's going to be a reveal. What? What? Let me tell you why. Okay, we're going to go through the courts. Okay, go through them, girl. Spring court. Spring. Tam Tam. What if Tam Tam is the descendant from Lysandra and Adian? Just go with me here. He's a shapeshifter. <gasps> yeah. Shapeshifter. Okay. And description. I want you to listen to this. I want you to listen to this. Lysandra has emerald green eyes. Okay. Uh-huh. Adian has long. This is, literally, this is from the books. Okay. Okay. Long golden blonde hair and turquoise eyes ringed with gold. Ash River eyes. Okay. Listen to Tam Tam's description. He has long golden blonde hair and deep green eyes flecked with gold. Shut your fucking Shut mouth. I swear to God, guys. That would explain why he sucks because of Adian. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it is. It's Adian's fault. I love this. Listen, we can all tie this back to Adian being a piece of garbage trash. And that is why Tamlin is the way that he is. Love it. Don't care if we're wrong. Signed, sealed, delivered. This is it. 
This is oh it. I love it. Okay. Say less. Say less. I'm with yep. you. This is yep. Adian's fault. <laughs> Guys, you heard it here first. Tam Tam is an asshole from Adian. Moving on. You've heard it here first. Everything <laughs> is Adian's fault, including Akatar. Okay. I love it. Okay. But so no, because like it. his eyes are deep green flecked with gold. And you're like, oh, okay. Well, I don't know. Adian's eyes are turquoise ringed with gold. But then you put in Lysandra, her eyes are emerald, y'all. Yeah, no, no. And yeah. shapeshifter. The shapeshifter is The huge. math be mathing. The math is mathing. Okay. All right. Next up, we have the winter court, which is the white thorns. Okay. And that is because both of them have powers of ice and wind and white hair, people. Literally, it says ice and wind, like white silver hair. Yeah. I don't know where Aelin plays in, and that's a little problematic, but we're going to keep going. Well, his family doesn't, but all of his family, yeah. like, don't they all use wind? Yes. So it could be like, you know, it doesn't have to necessarily be Aelin and But it could be Rowan. the white thorn family. The white thorn. Agreed. He has, yeah. co- he has cousins. Yeah. He's got a lot of cousins. Yeah. I think Aelin and Rowan were cousins. And I don't, you know how that triggers me, Anna. Anna. I don't like to bring that up. Guys, it's like so far. That'd be like, it doesn't matter, Anna. I don't like, like to think about it. 500 years it old. plagues me to this day. And I put it out of my mind. Anna, we don't speak of and it. And now you've brought it up again. And Hilarious. now it's all I can think about. Great. All right, you two. Right then. All right. So, okay. white thorns. But the white thorns are... Are ice and wind, guys. Ice and Gotta wind. Gotta be the winner yes. court. Gotta be the winner okay. court. Okay, all right. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, moving on to Dawn. Dawn. Dawn court. is, okay. Yoreen and Kale. Their power is healing. 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 Gotta be. Now, listen to this. Yoreen is described, okay? Okay. Golden brown skin and rich brown curly hair with flashes of dark gold. Listen to Thesson. Brown skin and hair kissed with gold. Oh Guys, my god. Shut up. It's Yorin's descendant. It's Yorin and Kale. Don't forget Kale. Oh, sorry, Kale. He's there too. I, you know, and I even, I looked it up. Thesson has rich brown eyes and Kale has copper brown eyes. There you go. There's my boy. Where Yorin's eyes are accented by her gold brown eyes. So gold brown eyes, copper eyes. Gold brown eyes. Gold, copper, brown. Same We're thing. We're all mixing Same thing. together. Holy oh my God. shit. Okay. Holy all shit. right. Moving on. Okay. This is the Who's best next? one. Who's next? This is the best one. Okay. Best? What? All right. What? Night Court. Dorian and Manon. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Guys, I got a lot here. Wait, how? I'm going to cry. We're going to start with number one, which is my favorite. Here we go. Okay. Guys, this is how Dorian's described. His eyes are strikingly blue. Something about the way that they contrasted with his raven black hair. I want you to hear how Reese is described. His short black hair gleamed like raven's feathers. Oh my god. Oh, Sarah. Oh, Sarah. And then we all like, oh, his eyes are violet, right? No, no. Yeah. Actually, the line is their blue eyes so deep they were violet. Oh yes. my god. Okay. Everybody thinks his eyes are actually purple, but they're not. They're very deep blue. And you know what his hair is? Like raven's feathers. And you know what Dorian's hair is? Raven black. Okay. Oh all right, all my right, god. All right. Okay. Yeah. okay. Next. Menon is an iron teeth, which means that she is a product of Valg and Fae. Meaning Correct. then the descendants could have Valg powers. I want you to listen to the Valg powers. Valg are able to summon darkness to shroud them. Also use darkness as a weapon, Reese. 
Also, Valve are able to enter a person's mind and interfere with their memories. Reese. Reese. Yes. Yep. Literally enter people's minds, which is Daymati. Like, people can enter Daymati minds, whatever. But the memory manipulation is specific. Yes. Because he can go in and alter people's memories to not remember things. He can go in and yes. do that stuff. No one else can do that stuff. So. Yeah. There is a theory about Reese having Valg. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Maeve. Maeve. I know. I didn't like it. I don't like it because it's Maeve. Right. Okay. Right, 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 I don't right. like it because it's Maeve. Right. <laughs> okay. But Maeve is Valg. Okay, and Manon is, the witches are half Valg, half Fae. Yeah, okay, okay. Maeve, what is her power? She can literally, she controlled Rowan's mind and made him believe he had a different Maeve. Yes! They both have violet eyes. Wait, Maeve has violet eyes? So, so for some reason, like, I couldn't find it in the book, but when you go to, like, the fandom sites, her eyes are described as violet. That's... I couldn't find it, though. Interesting. Yeah. So he, so like you said, Resand, Resand has glee, hair that gleamed like a raven's. Maeve, quote, the raven-haired beauty. No! Okay. No. Yep. Oh, Um. Raven. They both can like control minds and specifically listen to the way it's described. This is Maeve, okay? And using her powers, she ripped into their minds, made them believe they had, they had a sister, an elder sister to rule them, right? Oh, That's what she yeah, talks about, yeah, yeah, yeah. how she talks about she had the fake yeah. queens. Okay. Then she said, then, the, then another quote is, there was a faint pulse in the air, a throbbing against her blood, a tapping, then a razor sharp slicing against her mind as if Maeve were trying to cleave open her skull to peer inside. She pushed, this is Aelin, she pushed back against the claws in her mind. Claws, claws, claws. So then resand, it's then a scrape of claws inside my mind that only sliced against black glittering adamant. I threw up my lingering will into that wall as the claws pushed. Claws. Okay. Y'all, that's very interesting. I have something as well. Okay, go. I just found, I just searched an air of fire the word violet and do you want to hear what I found? What? This is talking about Maeve. She left her nephew kneeling as she turned her violet starry eyes to Selena. <gasps> starry? No! Starry! It says violet sorry. starry eyes, y'all. I mean, that's it. Y'all. That's it. Violet starry. They're fucking related. Violet. Wait, but why do they have to be related? I don't know, but obviously they don't like are. it. Damn it, Sarah. Okay. How though? Like, mm. I mean, like, are they, is it like, I don't think it's his mother. No, 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 I think it's, no, I don't think it, I don't think maybe it's his mother. I think it's the past. I think it's, I think it's like great, great, gr- yeah. grandmother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, Christina, did you have any more courts or is that? Uh, I didn't have more courts, but I do have two really quick things about him being descended from Manon and Dorian. One being oh my that he can do God. the same sexy octopus things that Dorian can with his hands. Dorian can do. Yes. He's like got shadow hands. <laughs> yes. He's a sexy octopus too. They're Sarah's both, gifted us with two sexy octopuses. They're both sexy octopuses, you guys. They're octopi. They're sexy octopus. Okay. Octopi. And then octopi. Yeah. And then we have that. If we remember, Manon takes the yellow legs. Um, grandma. They don't call it matron. 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 The yellow the legs. Matron, matron. The matron. And the matron. she takes her crown. Right? And she yep. puts it on her head. Yes. Yeah, right, right, right. <gasps> How is it described? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> that crown is described as a crown of stars. Stop oh it. My God. Shut up. So, okay, I'm going to read you first. I'm going to read you the quote from Throne of Glass. Manon plunged Bronwyn's sword into the icy earth beneath and bent to take the crown of stars from the yellow leg witch's fallen head. Okay? This is okay. a quote from Akamath. His hands were in his pockets. 
His black tunic seemed to gobble up the light, and on his head sat a crown of stars. Shut up. Shut <laughs> up. Oh my god, no. he's descended from Dorian. I'm not my babies. <laughs> like, y'all. Oh my god, I can't. I need a minute. Can you, wait, wait, hold on. Everyone, everyone just, just go with me here. Just close your eyes and go with me here. Okay, if there's a moment, we're in the next Akatar book, we're in the next Crescent City book, and Reese is like, hello, my name is Reese Ann Havilyard. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would throw the book across the fucking room and I would scream I would sob I sobbing screaming sobbing crying, throwing up. up the idea no. of him being a Havilyard makes me want Dorian to Dorian. sob in the happiest Dorian. way possible because we know that means that they got like to be together they found they were in love yes. and they had babies and that's the way she's telling us also, that means that oh. Rune, like, all, it descends all the way out. Because Rune, we know, is attached. Yes, because right? Rune, yes, 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 yes. So then, like, Rune is a descendant of Dorian. Like, how amazing would that be? Oh, my, oh God. my God. This is the greatest thing I've ever heard in my entire <laughs> life. I'm obsessed. I love everything about this. <laughs> Me too. I love it so much. I am unwell. I can't stop thinking about this. <laughs> I'm not going to go to bed. No, no. I'm going to be up. There's no sleep tonight. Well, and it's an interesting thing from what a post I written about where I asked what people were looking forward to learning yes. the answers to. And yeah. Victoria, thank you, Victoria, yeah. mentioned like Rhysand's sister possibly being Rune's mother. Oh, that's oh. interesting. Yeah. And so then I went and looked her up and she has the deep blue eyes. And the only thing that, again, it's like similar to my issue with Maeve is the way that Rune's mother is described is so submissive mm, and uh, so broken. Yeah. And I, it's really kind of like hard for me to imagine Rhysand's sister being that way, but I don't know what kind of like hell she's been put through. So I yeah. guess, I don't know. But it's just kind of hard for me to like picture that. But I I mean, obviously, obviously there's some connection because obviously. Bryce looks at Rhysand and is like, dude, you look like my brother. Right, 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 right. Oh, yeah. I, they're 100% related. I just don't know if it's as close as sister to it mom. Could not, it, I don't know that it's necessarily like that close. Right, right, right. It could be like, hey, we're distantly related because there was a rip and half of your fae are here now. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. But right, right, to right. Victoria's point, and thank you, Victoria, I do think it's interesting that we know nothing about a sister. Like, I think that there right. could be something there. Like, we really don't know much about her yeah. at all. And that is a character that I could see her playing with that yes. character like way more than we have. Yes, yeah. I agree. Absolutely, for sure. So, Christina, is there anything Anything else before we wrap up? I think that's it for tonight. Let's keep the rest okay. for later. Let's like save the rest for our next time. But I think this is, yeah. we've we've gotten a lot of good, good stuff Oh tonight. my gosh. This was so fun, guys. Guys, this was incredible. Like our, so our series fun. episodes are my favorites ever. And I'm so <laughs> happy we got to do this again after such a long time. Agreed. I'm so excited. Okay, so that is going to be it for this series episode. If you are not a part of our Patreon family, please consider joining our little book besties community over there. We have so much fun. We post a lot of like behind the scenes and like fun bookish content that you won't see on our main feed. So please consider joining our Patreon family. It's just patreon.com forward slash Flights of Fantasy podcast. And be sure you're following us on Instagram at Flights of Fantasy podcast and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And until next time, <laughs> cheers and happy reading. Cheers. Cheers. Happy listeners. reading. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. -bye.